Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Yes, today we're talking about taking back control of your mind. Because i got to tell you, if you're watching CNN or NBC or the Standard Networks or, heck, even any movies, there is a massive, there's a reason it's called programming. Okay, and there has been a pervasive, pervasive um, re-education of the public into fear and anxiety. Here's a quote from Will Rogers. Uh, the problem isn't so much what people don't know. The problem is what they think they know that just ain't so. So, uh, you know, if you're looking, uh, driving through L.A., you'll see 99% of the people wearing masks. You drive a half hour south and you get to Orange County, you see 99% of the people not wearing masks. So some people are taking back control of their mind. Now, um, this uh, we do have to divide our talk into what the censors will allow, and the censorship is getting more rampant. So it's going to be put on drbvip.com. That's drbvip.com. And all those you that are supporting it, God bless you. It's so appreciated. You help us put these shows out every couple every week. And also, Extreme Health Academy. Um, I was there a week and a half ago. We answered questions. I do a two and a half to three hour webinar every month. And I got to tell you, a fantastic group of people. But extremehealthacademy.com. Now let's get into this. Okay, first. Anxiety and stress. Now, normally there's seasonal affective disorder, SAD, and that's from low sunlight, the toxic food they're eating, and holiday challenges. Well, I've got to tell you, this is um, seasonal affective disorder on steroids. Uh, this is crazy because we have economic challenges, we have governmental challenges. Uh, so number one, just know the fact that 54% of people who have died by suicide uh, had no known mental health condition. Uh, so, you know, call a friend, but the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Now, I'm going to give you some techniques to reprogram your brain. I'm going to give you techniques to heal the gut, which is where neurotransmitters are. I'm going to give you techniques to reprogram the frontal lobe. So you're going to know a lot, okay? But i got to tell you, sometimes you need a friend. You need someone to talk to. So please, take advantage of that. Now, we're, we're getting the first generation, and this was pre-COVID insanity, okay, that, that the first generation of kids who will not outlive their parents. Now, again, a lot of people are saying that a lot of the theatrics is based um, to cover up that Social Security, that the pension funds, that the economy, and that the health. I mean, literally every aspect of life on Earth has been challenged that the government is in charge of. They're not doing a really good job. Um, and so we do have a lot of challenges coming up. But, but let's look at this, because we really have to sh reshape our belief systems. You know, if you believe that um, d breathing in front of somebody outside or, or that somebody is breathing with, without any covering and that this is deadly and dangerous and reckless and, 
Well, that's a perception that's going to add to a tremendous amount of stress. And so what beliefs are, it's perception. And the perception is based on on an evidence that you've gathered, that you've been taught by people in authority, by television, by everybody. And then evidence, okay, and then time. So belief is perception, evidence, and time. Uh, so we're going to change um, your perception based on facts. Now imagine, okay, if you had a, a top and one half was all black, the other half was all white. And so one half was totally, totally good and amazing and awesome, and the other half was totally negative. Well, when you look at it, nothing is really 100% black and 100% white. Okay, so there's always going to be gray areas. And, you know, the one of, one of my most brilliant teachers, Dr. Martini, he said, um, imagine that that high school romance that you had that was just amazing and wonderful and perfect. It didn't work out, right? Because you were only looking at one side. There's always two sides to everything. And so mastery of life is when you take that top and you spin it, okay, when you could see both halves at one time because there's nothing, okay, like like just think, think of today. Um, closing businesses, travel restrictions, limiting public gathering. Okay, now, is that totally bad and horrible and awful? Yeah, absolutely, if you realize that this is no worse than the flu and that the, it's designed for total control. But what will this do? This is going to wake people up to take charge of their health. Um, in, if when we were talked about um, how Healthy People 2020, and this was brought up 10 years ago, nations without informed consent on 100% of adults in America. And I got to tell you, there was everybody, I mean, I'm talking nurses, doctors, everybody 10 years ago saying, not on my watch, there's no way. And these are the same people that are are literally rolling up their sleeves saying, yeah, I've got to do it, got to do it, out of fear. So the good about this society breaking down and going so far to one way is that people are going to start to be more aware. They're going to start to ask questions. It's kind of like um, having a business where an employee has just gone rampant and you go in and you look at their work and find out what they're doing. So this is, our government is working for us and we're finding out that they're not doing a really good job. Okay, so we've got stressors and there's only three of them. There's physical, chemical, and emotional. And the key is though, you don't just have a brain. You've got a brain that gets input and the brain is just a computer. Now it gets its input through the, the cerebellum and this is the small brain on the back. Now that cerebellum controls the frontal lobe and the frontal lobe is anxiety, stress, depression, and impulse control. So does that mean that everybody with attention deficit disorder um, has frontal lobe dysfunction? Absolutely, or you could say frontal lobe adaptation. And that's huge to know the difference because that, that frontal lobe is controlled by the small brain, the cerebellum, and that cerebellum gets all its input from the the body. So if you've had past traumas, um, and I'm talking 
uh, traumatic birth, C-section birth, uh, misdiagnosed with ear infections, antibiotics, and I'm talking just a birth trauma, and now you happen to be 20, 30, 40 years old, well, this is for sure going to have a chronic negative influence in that cerebellum. And so that is a physical stimulus. There's also the enteric brain, the gut-brain connection. And this is where neurotransmitters are built. It's also 80% of the immune system. And, and we see this. And there's a really good review out of Harvard Review of Psychiatry. And this goes back to 2014 when it was legal to talk about autism and gastrointestinal orders. Um, now, of course, you'd be banned from every free speech site um, unless it's uh, you know, not controlled by the uh, social media. Um, but this article, Gastrointestinal Issues and Autism Spectrum Disorder. And uh, finally, it presents emerging evidence for gut-brain connection in autism, where gastrointestinal dysfunction may contribute to pathogenesis or severity of autistic symptoms. And it goes on to say, quote, moreover, examining how GI disturbances affect brain and behavioral in animal models for autism revealed promising targets for the development of biomolecular diagnostic and therapeutics. I mean, brilliant, okay? We also, there was an article came out just a few years in 2016, Psychobiotics and Manipulation of Gut-Brain Bacteria. Uh, quote, we reviewed probiotic and prebiotic effects on emotional, cognitive, systemic, and neural variabilities relevant to health and disease. We discussed gut-brain signaling mechanisms enabling psychobiotic effects such as metabol metabolic um, production. Overall knowledge of how the microbiome responds to exogenous influences remains limited. End of quote. So think of this. We're learning how the microbiome works in brain function. We know the brain controls and coordinates every function of the body. So does that mean that anything that damages that microflora, huge, huge negative effect on the entire immune system? Of course, nowadays you're not hearing a lot about the immune system. Uh, you have to be afraid of the new variant, the Omitron. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, 100 years from now, they're going to be laughing their butts off at this because this is just really insane, even though it's costing lives and changing the entire world. But come on, guys, Omitron? <clears throat> okay, so uh, here's another article, and this is out of the Journal of Psychiatric Research, 2015. Um, and, and it's called, the title of the article is Collective Unconscious. How Gut Microbes Shape Human Behavior. <clears throat> and they talk about how the gut microbiome includes the central nervous system, endocrine, immune system, sympathetic, parasympathetic, enteric nervous system, and intestinal microbiota. Isn't that something? So, so we have such a symbiotic relationship with the bacteria in our gut, on our skin, in our eyes, I mean, bacteria, viruses, funguses, bacteria, we are, we are symbiotes. We need this microflora, and anything that damages the microflora, particularly in the gut, negative effects, neuronal function or brain function. I mean, uh, Don Huber, award-winning international scientist, professor emeritus of plant pathology at Purdue, 
talks about how, and he wrote this back in 2012, historians may look back and write about how willing we are to sacrifice our children and jeopardize future generations with a massive experiment based on false promise and flawed science just to benefit the bottom line of a commercial enterprise. Now, you might say, oh my God, he's talking about vaccines. No, I'm talking about um, glyphosates. And then there's a couple of studies here. Glyphosates have been found in Americans' urine and drinking water 10 times higher than those tested in the European Union because they don't utilize this stuff. Uh, The first study to confirm glyphosates in breast milk of America's moms. Now, glyphosate is a natural antibiotic in a mineral chelator. And that means if you're getting rid of the minerals, you're not going to have enough um, you're not going to have enough uh, healthy, um, you're, without minerals, you can't utilize vitamins. And so it's hugely important that, that you're able to utilize vitamins, otherwise you can't thrive on this planet. And just, just a couple more, I mean, another one out of the Journal of Pediatrics. Quote, gastrointestinal symptoms in autism disorder uh, meta-analysis. The conclusion was, quote, results indicate greater prevalence of GI symptoms among children with uh, autism spectrum disorder. So hugely important. This is also why we talk about um, building the gut floor and changing the microbiome in order to change brain function. So the gut-brain connection is huge. Now, in the frontiers of pharmacology, the title of this article, The Ketogenic Diet Has Treatment Program for Diverse Neurologic Disorders. So when we're talking about healing that brain, healing that brain, look at a ketogenic diet. Now, this has been shown to be effective in neurologic disorders, epilepsy, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, sleep disorders, everything. And they go on to state that the pathophysiologic response to energy dysregulation could well provide common research and experimental therapeutic uh, platform for which the course of several neurologic diseases could be favorably influenced by dietary means. And we've already seen great studies in gluten-free, dairy-free diets. And we see great studies in people that are taking antibiotics that destroy their gut, that cause anxiety, stress, and depression. This is why the z pack I mean, people are so freaked out now that they're taking antibiotics prophylactically, which damage the gut flora, literally weaken the immune system that they're trying to correct. So let's get your body healthy now. So we know that that brain gets stimulated okay, by the cerebellum, and that cerebellum gets its influence from the, the structure. So you've got to get to a corrective chiropractor to get digital stress x-rays to see what the structure looks like. That's primary. Then you've got to change your, your diet and nutrition. Get healthy, healthy oils. Now, if you're sitting at home, you know, because your business has been closed, eating fast food, that destroys your brain. I mean, you're looking at soy, cottonseed, rapeseed oil. Those are horrible for you. But look at organic butter, coconut oil, fish oil, um, olive oil, 
and even fresh flat ground flaxseed oil, fantastically good for you. And then exercising is the key. You've got to get movement, and that movement is is absolutely essential. Now, um, so we've got the movement, we've got the structure, we've got the influence to the cerebellum. Now, let's learn how to um, communicate to people who are and might have a different belief system. And we get patients all the time coming in the office. Um, most of them aren't wearing masks. Some of them are wearing masks. You know, we accept everybody. Can't be prejudiced. But the ones that are wearing masks, we are going to say, hey, look, that is not good for your health. You're rebreathing in your own waste. It doesn't protect you or others. But the the belief system now, and so I, I tell them, you know, we could treat it like a religion because that's what it is. It's literally a, a religion or a belief system, and that's that's um, okay if people do something that adds to their life. But if they're adding something that in their life that detracts from their personal interaction, that detracts from their health, that detracts from their connection with life, uh, then that is not good. That is a false religion. So um, you know, if you're if you know friends that are in the Covidian religion, which means they got to be separate and everything else, let's break out nonviolent communication by Marshall Rosenberg, and this is the language of love. It really is listening beyond the words, and I encourage you to listen to Marshall Rosenberg. It's still radical stuff, but he does have his videos up, and it is brilliant. It in, involves observation, feelings, needs, and requests, just those four things to communicate to people, observation, feelings, needs, and requests. The challenge is to observe without judgment, and that is the most challenging thing that a person can do. Observe without judgment. That means that, that if you're looking at, say, a mom putting a mask on a child, uh, you might say, oh, my God, that's child abuse. And it is, because there's no data that shows it helps. It actually is damaging to the kid, puts the kid into fear. I mean, it's, it's insane. Um, the problem is she's doing it out of love. So if you go in and just attack her, it's not going to work. So observation feelings okay and let's just take the example of a mom putting a mask on a kid um i see you're putting a mask on a child um i i if if you're open because you always have to ask for permission if you're open to some information on the mask there are um, other more effective ways to help your child and if they say no you have to back off because you really only want to communicate with people that are open to it. Because to communicate to people that are not open to listening, that's a violation. I mean, it's, it's literally you're forcing information on them that they don't, don't want or need. So observation um, is hugely important, and it's literally what is actually happening reported by your senses. So think of sight, taste, touch, hearing, everything. Now, an observation, uh, like you're too sensitive, that's loaded with judgment. Okay, you're judging their actions as too sensitive or, or um, uh, overreacting. 
Okay, so we have to change that observation and try and eliminate judgment. That would be ideal. Um, you know, like if you say you're too judgmental, because <laughs> you actually are uh, uh, observing that. Now, judgment is one of the hardest things to get over, and this has always been necessary for survival. So when you're walking down the street and you see a dark alley, you, your survival mechanism will kick in and say, hey, look, is this really going to protect us? Is, is, do I need to be um, aware or, or is this a danger? So what things are necessary for survival? Is, you know, you're coming up to a stranger, is he or she safe? Um, you're judging the clothes. Are they dirty? Are they, is it a police officer? Is it a homeless person? Um, do they look like they understand me? Are they wearing masks, face, gloves? You know, all these judgments limit our connection, limit our communication, and limit our hearing. So it's hugely important that when you're reviewing nonviolent communication, uh, you have to ask permission, okay, for giving advice. That's huge. And then you look at feelings, observation, feelings, needs, and requests. And I, I got to tell you, they got some amazing, amazing um, ways to connect with people. And <clears throat> when I say feelings, what you're feeling, you know, um, and then needs, what you're needing. Okay, just you. So, like, if you see somebody wearing a mask and you happen to be related to them, um, you know, I see you wearing a mask. Okay, I'm, I'm feeling. Um, anxious because I can see you doing something that I know is harmful to your health long term. Um, would would you be interested in some um, advice in this? And if they say no, you get to back off. If they say yes, beautiful. Um, because it's observation, feelings, and then needs. And so if you're expressing your needs, I'm really needing a connection with you. And this face mask is limiting your facial expressions and it's limiting my connection with our communication and that's without judgment without everything because how many how often would you like to see somebody's face where you're talking to them and I'm talking anybody somebody at the gas station somebody at, at Target or or you know wherever you go communication our communication is based a lot more on just sounds Okay, so this is hugely important. Now, needs. Think of the things that when your needs are met, what do you get? You get autonomy. People always have a need for uh, autonomy or choice, dignity, freedom, independence, self-expression. Um, you're, you could be needing peace, acceptance, balance, beauty. You're, you have a, a need for communication, for equanimity. Uh, <clears throat> All of these are really clear. And I know it sounds odd to think that you can ask people um, and express from your heart observation, feelings, needs, and requests. You know, I'm, I'm feeling very alone. I'm feeling um, left out. I'm feeling a, a distance. Okay, I'm really needing a connection with you. Would you mind taking the mask off so we can communicate? You know, and if they say no, cool. You got to just go with it, <laughs> because the difference between a request and a demand, okay, a request, um, uh, it could require an action, 
It could require feedback. You know, I really need you to repeat back what I've just said so I can make sure that you've heard me. Uh, request could be for clarity. You know, I'm really um, needing some more clarity. Um, would you would you expand on this thought? Um, versus a demand. A demand always includes threat or punishment, or it's linked to a reward behavior. So, so punishment and reward are both both um, uh, challenging. Okay, in communication. So, just if you can. Um, review the book, Nonviolent Communication by Marshall Rosenberg, and I've purchased a number of those different copies. <clears throat> now, when we talk about brain function, what do you do for fun? Okay, it, because you've got to look at, at more fun things that you can do. Now, remember, movement triggers that stimulus up to that cerebellum, and that helps. Healthy fat diets help. Sleep patterns help. So do something fun. What do you do? Do you um, educate yourself? Do you go to seminars? Do you listen to podcasts? Do you walk by the beach? Do you walk by the pool? Do you like to work on cars? What Do what you love. You've got to do something for fun. The problem is a lot of people are now, they're taking alcohol for fun and drugs for fun or eating for fun. And that can be a real negative on how your life is going to turn out. So we have got to um, find something healthy and joyous that you could do for fun. Now, there's a couple of things. People that have had loss, and I know people that have lost relatives, people have lost loved ones, people have lost friends, and it's not from um, a virus. This is from heart attacks, which is huge, because I'm seeing co-infections of spike proteins that are damaging the heart. Um, I'm, we're looking at a lot of stressors, people that have had a lot of physical, chemical, and emotional challenges, and then they can't hang out with their friends, they can't travel. This really does put them through um, over the edge. So look at balancing your emotions. The Demartini Breakthrough Process, I don't know if he's doing any more seminars, but it is a brilliant technique for balancing emotions. And there are some Demartini practitioners other than Dr. John Demartini. Um, but look at the Demartini Breakthrough Experience if you've suffered a loss. It's one of the greatest uh, out there. Also, neurolinguistic programming, the I am exercise, absolutely essential. And this involves body posture, volume, intonation, and breathing. And so you can literally reprogram your brain through repetition. It literally involves body posture. Why body posture? Well, body posture changes the influence to that cerebellum, that small brain on the back. Why breathing? Well, that little three-pound brain burns 90% of the body's oxygen. Uh, intonation and volume. Because that subconscious learns through repetition. And so repeating repetition will literally reprogram that subconscious in order to have a new thought process. And you say, I am, before a group of words. And it's interesting because I give a handout, I'm going to give a handout tonight, on um, a group of words. And it's literally, I am enthusiastic, I am fulfilled, I am compassionate, I am fascinated, I am friendly, I am invigorated, I am loving, I am passionate. And so when you say these words, this, these are, are life-affirming. 
Now, you don't have to believe it. You could just be like putting data into a computer. Just data into a computer allows that brain to get all of that input, that information. So that, and that's, that's how you reprogram the subconscious through repetition. Look at um, learning how to play tennis. If you were sitting in a chair in the middle of a tennis court and I was to fire tennis balls at you using those giant tennis ball guns, would you have to feel the ball to hit it back? No, you just do it over and over and over. And the reason that you're saying I am is that's also called the Moses Code. Because remember, Moses on top of that mountain, Burning Bush has given him a lot of great information. And he says, Bush, what do I call you? And the Bush says, I am that I am. Okay, so it, this is biblical stuff. Now, meditation, hugely important. If you get a chance to just um, take a quiet moment, just sit down, clear your mind, deep breathe, nasal diaphragmatic breathe. Oh, my God, this uh, Harvard, um, Yale, and MIT, they all did a study that they said, our data suggests that meditation practice can promote cortical plasticity in adults in areas of improvement for cognitive, emotional, processing, and well-being. Um, take charge of your health. Take charge of your life. You can take back control of your mind. And the biggest thing is your, your brain is like a sponge. What you put into it, you get out. What you sow, you reap. This is why we were watching uh, the first two episodes of Squid Games, and I am not going to watch that again because, I mean, it is greed, violence. It's, it's just there's, there's no good that, that I can glean from it. Just like the ancients say, each man has two wolves inside of them, one evil fighting for the soul and one good fighting for the soul. Which one wins? The one you feed. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.